I'm Nadine. I'm Kate. And, and you listening are listening to, to Dope, Dope Women! Women! God, one day we'll figure out how to sync that up. Someday. Um, we have a gorgeous soul with us today. This is special. Very special guest. Yes, yes, yes. Olivia Gonzalez, a.k.a. Baby. Yes. Hello, everybody. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. So excited to have you on this um, special episode of Dope Women, volume one of... Defining women. Yes. yes. We uh, wanted to, aside from the amazing episodes with uh, the dope women that we have going every week, we thought a little bite-sized chunk of a bigger conversation, not just one person every time and their big story, but more of um, topics that we want to cover. Yes, yeah. exactly. So this will be like an ongoing sort of uh, discussion, conversation about... Uh, gender identity, um, v- verbiage, terminology, um, the newest, anything around cool stuff that's happening. Yeah, and like the- whatever's confusing to you. Um, you know, like a lot of people have confusions about the terms they, them. Um, they're like, oh, it's a plural word. It doesn't make sense. So we invited Olivia to join us today because she is a dope woman um, and a dope has woman. a lot of knowledge in this area and uh baby my baby olivia (laughs) would you mind telling uh our listeners what you do um what your what your group is all about and all that yes so um my name is olivia but i prefer to go by uh, my drag name which is baby and i don't really mind if like a lot of my old friends use my my legal name because that's how they met me. Um, but I am non-binary, so I use they, them pronouns. I do also use she, her pronouns just because I, uh, present a lot more femme than, uh, any, uh, than a lot other non-binary folks. And I feel like that's just, uh, something that happened, that's something that you could, um, just discuss with people who you may know that are Um, Mm non-binary. Asking is always the first step. You never want to just assume somebody's gender or their pronouns. And asking is always the first step to understanding and being more open to the conversations. Um, I am a drag performer and uh, I... An amazing one at that. Yes. Not just a performer too. You have a whole (laughs) show. Let's get into that. Like (laughs) literally a full on performing artist too. Your your acts are so like full on thought out, like themed with props and intention and just like visceral response. It's amazing. We see a show and your performance just like a vignette alone. (laughs) You are serving it up. Yeah, thank you for that. (laughs) Um, I also run a party called Queers Punk, which has been going on for three years. And it's kind of like this cool fusion of um, music and drag performances. Uh, It started because I... 
I saw a lack of representation of AFAB uh, performers in a lot of cis gay spaces. And so I created my own just to be like, fuck you, I'm going to be able to put anybody that I want on my stage. And by anybody, I mean everybody, regardless of their gender identity. Um, And for those who don't know, AFAB just means assigned female at birth. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going to go that. with it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So I, AFAB, I, I identify as a fab non-binary. So that just means I was assigned female at birth, but I uh, am non-binary. So AMAB assigned male at birth. Um, that can go for trans women or non-binary AMAB people. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. And can I just ask you just like right off the top? So I, um, I, you know, I met you as Olivia, obviously. Mm -hmm. And so my brain always goes there. Um, and I thought that, um, you sort of went in between the pronouns, um, because that's you, like you, identify more towards like the female or like the feminine, or I guess the quote feminine part uh, side of the gender spectrum. Um, but it sounds like you kind of just go with the she, hers because that's what everyone's used to. And you don't want to deal with the fight of correcting people. Is that, um, that's you- more, that's more of where I am with that. Uh, mm-hmm. like in my own gender identity. So I identify as non-binary and I don't identify with my, masculinity or my femininity more over one or the other um I actually only started embracing my femininity when I started doing drag so when you all met me you had started seeing me when I started to kind of play around more with my feminine side my entire life I was actually much more of a masculine person and I didn't know what non-binary was. I just thought, oh, mm-hmm. I'm a tomboy or, you know, like I right, just, right. Mm-hmm. I used to like really, really just push away anything feminine. And the problem with like non-binary identities is that with, uh, you know, cisgendered people and like the norm that we are all grown up to like learn uh, social acceptance of like gender binaries is they see me and they think oh she's a girl whether or not she's a tomboy or whatever that's what Mm -hmm. everybody assumes and I think talking about non-binary identities um you have to break down what we were raised with when it comes to not like women only being able to embrace their feminine side and men only being able to embrace their masculinity so Um, I do use she, her pronouns and it isn't because it's, I'd rather not deal with the fight. I find that a lot of people who are open to discussing gender, um, Mm -hmm. will be more open to having the conversation of, do you want me to use she, her for you? Do you, would you prefer me to use they, them for you? And, um, a lot of it too has to deal with safety in public, uh, safety in the work, Mm -hmm. safety in the workplace. Definitely. Um, different you know scenarios that we put ourselves in where we can either be free to be ourselves or we have to feel like we have to follow the binary and that doesn't go for that doesn't just go for everybody that's that identifies as non-binary it's just everybody is very different in where they're comfortable in presenting yes 
It's a journey. I love that you said that. That's your journey. It's not that you, it's not a light switch. That's like, okay, that's who you are. You still are a regular human fucking being that has to grow with all the trials Mm -hmm. and tribulations, everyone, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a journey, truly a journey. Yeah. I mean, every day, every day I'm finding out more and more about myself and I didn't, I barely came out this year as non-binary. It's something that I've known for a really long time. And a lot of my friends for the last few years have been people who are non-binary, but I think it's all about where you feel comfortable with yourself and, and, um, you know, your understanding of yourself and your gender and, everything that comes with that, you know, cause everybody grows up differently. Everybody comes from a different place and, you know, um, right. different people that raised them and it's all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And everyone comes from their own, like their own background of, um, instilled boundaries, right? Like how much you can even, think about things in terms of outside of the uh, societal binary norm. Um, And so it's awesome. Thank you so much for like having this, um, I'll be like slightly uncomfortable conversation because it's, I think I get anxious around um, like uh, conversations around gender identity because I don't want to fuck it up and I don't want Mm -hmm. to um, like, genuinely upset someone because it's super fucking triggering for someone to use like their um like their dead pronoun or their dead name by accident or something um which actually can you talk about can we talk about that a little bit like the dead name I actually yeah Yeah, I totally um yeah think yeah you go for it well Well, no, going, going on what you said is, you know, talking about this is scary for you because you don't want to accidentally say the wrong thing. Um, it's very, very apparent. And I feel like this can go with anyone, um, who is genuinely interested in learning and not being ignorant and people who are choosing to stay ignorant to be assholes about things, you know, Mm. and Mm -hmm. you know, you saying that you're scared to not you know, you're basically saying you're afraid to maybe insult somebody or, you know, say something wrong. I would more, I would, I personally would rather somebody ask and say, I'm just genuinely asking because I don't want to Mm -hmm. accidentally say the wrong thing than someone to just know that maybe I am non-binary, but they don't care. They're just going to keep saying she, her, Olivia, you know what I mean? Um, I'd much rather have somebody be interested in asking so it's comfortable for me than somebody just be an asshole about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate, I appreciate that. Yeah. I guess people can tell cool. when you're being genuine and like intentionally shitty or otherwise. So <laughs> yeah. You know, I started um, listening on audio uh, to the book that you recommended gender outlaw and oh, yeah. so good. Oh, and t- touching about that, um, asking questions, there was a big chunk um, about like the whole sex operation and what the details were. And she's just like so open about it. And she encourages like, if, if you're curious, like you should ask. And she goes into so much depth. Mm-hmm. I had no clue what they did. And I just didn't even expect it to come up. I was like, oh, I never even like... I never even thought to ask someone. It seems so personal. It seems like I don't have someone mm-hmm. in my life I'm cl- that close to to ask about like 
not only is it a, you know, a personal journey, but that's like a physical journey too in that realm of like, yeah. you know, it's, it's just a medical so journey too. Yeah. With, with, um, Kate Bornstein and, you know, her, her being very open to talk about her surgery and everything. Uh, that's more, I think for her personal self, she's comfortable, mm-hmm. but not everybody else's, you mm-hmm. know, and that's just the same thing with asking. And I think right. asking somebody about medical stuff is a lot more, uh, personal than just what are your pronouns and how would you like me to, well, you know what I mean? What yeah. is your name and what are your pronouns? That's a lot more easier to ask than, um, surgery questions. I think that's kind of like, yeah. Uh, yeah. A little more sensitive. <laughs> totally. And I think honestly, this stuff needs to be like laid out. Like ask, the, this is okay to ask about what's the pronoun you would like to use. Or yep. and she makes that point of it's socially acceptable to say, what do you do for work? Where, where like, do you live? Right. Those questions right. are yeah. okay to ask, but not pronouns or, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. And what cisgendered people don't understand is they too have their preferred pronouns. Cisgendered Mm -hmm. people prefer to go by she, her, he, Mm -hmm. him, if that's what they identify as. And, you know, I feel like a macho bro would get a little offended if I was like, hey, she, her, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To him. And that's what cisgendered people don't understand is they also have preferred pronouns. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wow. I was I was traveling with someone once and we were in Cambodia and uh, the hotel staff kept, we were both cisgendered females um, and the hotel staff kept referring to both of us as sir. And I didn't think of it as anything. I was like, it's probably just a cultural thing. Like, sir, maybe just is like the formal way to refer to anyone that's, you know, in um, whatever. It's yeah. a very like hierarchical yeah. system in Cambodia. There's a lot of severe poverty. Um, anyway, but the person I was traveling with was like, why do they keep calling us sir? It's really annoying me. Like it was oh, bothering them. I was like, oh my God, why does it fucking matter? Um, (laughs) and it's interesting because that person also sort of struggles with the idea of like, if I were to have a child and they came to me and said, you know, if they were born, um, you know, assigned female at birth and came to me later when they were like 10 and said, uh, you know, I'm a boy and I want to transition. That person is also like, I would never like allow that like you know if they want to do it when they're adults that's fine but I would never allow it as a child and so I just think it's interesting for that person to have such a strong reaction about their gender identity about someone getting it wrong but then having the same but opposite strong reaction about someone else taking control of their own identity. Yeah. And the idea, the idea of, you know, well, I would never allow them to transition as a child, but it's okay when they're an adult, um, you know, everybody is going to parent their kids differently, but there's something that goes with mutual respect. And even a parent has to respect their children. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you may not want your child to maybe undergo any kind of hormone therapy, but you can still respect his pronouns by using he, him when, you know, when you're speaking about them or, you know, calling Mm -hmm. him by the name that he prefers because Mm -hmm. there's, there's no, like, it's, it's still something that's being like learned about right now. Like, you know, how, how are we going to, 
teach our kids when, I mean, a lot of my friends, even me, I'm like, if I ever have kids, I would want to raise them in a like non-gendered household until they decide if they are cisgendered or if they, you know, want yes. to be non-binary or trans. Um, so I feel like, you know, not wanting your would you give them like dope ass androgynous names too? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, oh, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you already Are there know. any on the list? I'm curious. Yeah, no, right? I actually no. I I probably I don't ever think I'm going to have children. I don't have a list of names yet, but I <laughs> Okay. I mean, maybe one day. I never know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you never know. Um, totally. we're, yeah. all, we're all still still so young. Yeah, I know. exactly. And that's the funny thing, too, is like I'm 25 right now. My mom is just like, when are you going to have kids? I was like, girl. <gasps> <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. You're like, you're like, not anytime too soon. I'll I tell know. You that like, much. Excuse me. My <laughs> stimulus check is like me making bank right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God, to- literally. Oh my God. <laughs> totally. 100%. But, but yeah, going back to it, I feel like you could have feelings about uh, hormone hormone therapy um all you want because it is something scary and it is something that is like very life-changing and you would want your child to be very sure before they undergo any kind of hormone therapy mm-hmm. but respecting if respecting their pronouns and their their preferred name is something that you don't have to pay a dollar for it's something that you know doesn't mm-hmm. it, it's it it can literally make the difference if a kid who is trans just is respected by their mom and dad. That can yeah. make all of yeah. the difference. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. Uh, and isn't there a super high um, uh, percentage of people that are affected by depression in the trans community because, or what well, I would think would be linked to people... Um, you know, not respecting their boundaries within their own. Oh, of like, course. Yeah. No. Terms and stuff. I mean, the LGBTQ, like the LGBTQ, what is the word? I can't think of it right now. Community. Community. Um, <laughs> anybody who is lesbian, uh, bisexual, mm-hmm. gay, or trans, queer, they're all going to go through some kind of stress or depression or anxiety because we live in a very binary like it's like the social the world that we live in is so stuck on men are men masculinity women are feminine femininity you mm-hmm. know like they're yeah but the good thing about where the world that we live in today is that all of these conversations are happening and things are constantly changing there still is yes. there still is a lot more room for progress but the for thing sure. is is that a kid can find friends just like them on the internet now or you know oh, you, can yeah. turn on, you can turn right. on your tv and there's pose and there's queer yes, eye there's like all right. of these there's a lot more out there that was queer as punk there's queer as punk there's <laughs> yeah there's so much that's right there's so much more out there today than there than there was even just 10 15 years ago you know so definitely that's yeah absolutely progress, but you know there's still a lot more work that can be done yeah <laughs> Definitely. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I want to ask, we uh, we have some, not scenarios, but I guess like questions that we wanted to address in this little um, bite-sized chunk episode. Uh, 
that we'd love to get your take on. So I can go first. Um, okay. <laughs> this is basically the, we have already kind of discussed it throughout this whole episode, but the pronouns they, them um, is essentially doing the work to get it in the vernacular is it's setting is what is your take on this setting up the goal for maybe 10 years from now um, for people that pass as um, with mental illness that do their own different kind of passing. Uh, what is your take on using okay. the pronouns for everyone that's listening now that doesn't really hasn't hopped on board with using it, hasn't ever had the opportunity to meet someone and use this pronoun. What is your, what's your take on this and our binary society essentially? Well, for me at least, um, a lot of the time if somebody just doesn't know my pronouns and they're talking about me in front of me and they're like, you know, she was saying this, I'll just correct them without being, you know, like upset because maybe they don't know or they just, you know, are forgetting that I use they, them pronouns. I'll just say they, them mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. very slightly mm-hmm. so they can hear and remember. And, um, you know, I always prefer somebody to tell me, thank you for correcting me rather than I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I would right, just rather right. you see me for who I am rather than use they them because you know that it makes me feel better you know or that's that's not even yeah like I I just wish that people who um are are not used to non-binary pronouns or not used to having non-binary folks around they see gender fluidity or you know gender non-conforming identities as authentic and not just something that this person prefers. It's not a preference. Yeah, I didn't. Right. You know, I don't. I don't prefer to live mm-hmm. my life this way. This is who I am. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I think seeing it's not some weird identity crisis that you're going to get over right. one day. Exactly. And you're going to grow out of this phase. Exactly. And so, I think that it's the same thing. Respect, and um, you know, you wouldn't want me to call you he, him, or they, them if you are she, her. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's that's really I love that because also in Gender Outlaw, she was saying like, I don't I I go with she her because she passes as a woman. She likes to be feminine, but she doesn't exactly think of herself as completely one either side mm-hmm. um, that she's in and in between has always been that she was a man and then a woman and has always felt the same. She's the same person. And she said that when I was a man applying for this job, it was the same person. Now mm-hmm. as a woman, it's a completely different mm-hmm. person that's getting this job. Yeah. So it's just like a, a mind blowing that like we're barely scratching the surface of this entire conversation in our, you know, society on a mainstream, in a mainstream way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I also just want to remember all of our listeners that, um, I'm going to take it like way back in history for a second here. So like, you know, take this journey with me. (laughs) But during Shakespeare's time when he was writing his plays and everything, hundreds and hundreds of words entered our vocabulary as regular like usage, you know, like to make someone a cuckold like that, like Shakespeare created that shit, you know? So 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of the words that he created then are still used today. Um, so vocabulary and language is constantly evolving. And just because, you know, they, them is a new gender uh, pronoun now. And right. just because now people feel like it's, oh, oh, that's meant for a plural. So that's confusing. Right. In 10, 15, 20 years, it's going to be second nature to these kids that are growing up now and that are raising their kids. You know, it's not going to be it's not going to be different anymore. Just like now, it's totally less taboo to discuss um, mental illness. What, whereas years and years ago, it was absolutely not okay to discuss mental illness. Totally. Um, That's where you put your wives when so, they are unhappy with your husband, right? Back in the day. Right. It's yeah. now we've come right. quite a bit of ways. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. great point. Exactly. Um. I also really quickly just want to reject the comparison of uh, uh, identity around mental illness uh, with identity around gender identity. Um, they yes. are completely different scenarios uh, with, that come with their own challenges, but gender identity is not a mental illness, and I refuse to put them in the same category. Yes, yes, Correct. yes. Um, well, cool. cool. I mean, I think that's it for this one. I would love to keep this conversation going with you, Olivia. Thank you so much for, um, you know, sharing this space with us. Um, we're also going to have a guest episode with Olivia airing soon. So yes. I'm so sorry. Uh, with baby airing soon. No, See, it's I'm okay. I'm still like it's catching okay. myself. Thank no, you. Okay. For, thank like, you. <laughs> yeah, thank we you again. We are constantly unlearning and we're part of this journey with you. <laughs> Seriously. Absolutely. Exactly. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so, this has been so much fun. Send us your questions. questions. Yes, if you guys, listeners, if you have any uh, feedback or things that we didn't quite touch on where you were we were going somewhere and you have an idea we didn't cover. Let us know. Yes. Um, and Olivia, we love to do this part together. So will you do it with us? Of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dope. Ready? Yeah. You have been listening to Dumb, Dumb Women. Women!